Thank you. <clears throat> Morning, all. I'm hoping this is going to turn on and we'll... don't know if it's going to test. Uh, we'll see. Vibrates. Perfect. All right. Let me just set up here real quick. I've only got one prop uh, this morning, so it won't take me too long. Um, I've never... Well, what should I say? I haven't print, preached since, um, since ever, okay? So this is the first time. Uh, so bear with me uh, as I set up my lovely hammock here. That's, that's my one and only prop, and I'll, I'll refer to it later. Um, and those who know <laughs> a bit about my story know where I'll go with that. Um, so Sean asked me a few weeks ago uh, to preach, and I said, he goes, oh, I need a bit of help. You know, are you happy to preach? And I said, yeah, sure, that's fine. You know, I have, don't really have an issue going up in front of crowds. I, I'm uh, a teacher. I teach here at North Pine, mathematics. So um, I was like, that's fine. And he goes, oh, by the way, um, the topic is dating. And I'm like, should have asked what the topic was first. <laughs> Definitely should have asked. So if he ever um, asks you to preach, make sure that you ask what the topic is first, <laughs> okay? And then he goes, oh, and by the way, yeah, I'm not going to be there. Uh, Rick won't be there either, and neither will Neil or Sarah. So you'll have Sharon and you'll have Dale to support, but everybody else is kind of bailing. So it's just you and a few others. So I'm glad that you guys are here. Uh, and I hope what I have to say this morning, I guess, uh, helps you in wherever you are in your relationship or in your dating, I guess, Arena. Um, I also got to acknowledge uh, my wife Kim. All right, she's uh, an amazing woman, and I guess some of the stories that I'm going to share are, you know, personal. It's about my dating experience uh, with her as well. So, uh, yes, not possible without her. So hopefully I don't embarrass her. I think it's probably going to be more embarrassing for me. But uh, anyway, we'll see how we go. Um, so just to recap, I guess, uh, just what's been. Uh, talked about in the past few weeks, um, there was a couple of myths, I think, that Neil, uh, Rick, well, uh, Sean and um, Sarah have talked about. So the right person myth, you know, once you meet the right person, everything will be all right, okay? It's not, not quite how it works like that. Um, you, there is some preparation before that. Uh, and then the promise myth, a promise replaces the need for preparation, okay? Uh, just like I, you know, I said I would preach, okay? I still have to prepare uh, and, and make, make good on that. Um, so I want to, I guess, start. Before, I've got five tips here, and I hope that they are um, good for you, and I hope that you can take them home. Uh, we, we get our, I guess, our message this morning from Jesus. Everything we get from is from Jesus. Okay, and Jesus talks a lot about relationships uh, in the Bible, and it's really good advice for all general relationships. But the Old Testament doesn't really talk much about dating. Okay? There's not really anything about dating in the Old or the New Testament. Okay? Back in the day, ancient times, no one really dated. Okay? You were promised, I know, uh, okay? and that was it. All right? They were committed. All, all, all good. And so Jesus came along, and I guess he talks about 
It's an as I have done unto you, you are to do unto others kind of love. So there's this brand of love that it's Jesus tried to show everybody. Okay, He wanted to show us how to love one another. All right? And it was very different, I guess, to what um, had been done in the past. Uh, Sarah looked at, I guess, um, the fine print last week. All right? So she was looking at you know, specific details in terms of preparation. I'm just going to adjust that. Um, and I have to refer to my notes because I haven't memorized this off my, off my head, so I apologize. Um, all right, so she talked about how love is patient, love is kind. All right, there was no uh, scorekeepers. I remember her, her props. I don't know if you were here last week, and she had that filing cabinet, and she pulled it, and she was you know, demonstrating that if you pull it out, you know, we shouldn't really be scorekeeping in our relationships, and it's good advice. And so today, we're going to be looking at dating, all right? And I guess the Apostle Paul also, he fleshes this out a bit more, and he says, you know, have the same attitude toward one another as the Lord Jesus Christ had Okay, so in your relationships, in your relationships to others, have the same mindset that Christ did. Okay, and that was to love all. And if, you know, we don't really need anything else from that. Right? If that's all we needed to know, that's that's it. That's like it's quite simple. All right. So we've talked about love, and today we're going to talk about dates. All right. And I want to give you the bottom line, I guess, really, really quickly. So if you fall asleep, if you need to go somewhere, you know, if you let the iron on. Um, relationship, like the majority of relationships, don't date like the majority of, uh, of daters, okay? So do it differently, okay? We've seen our relationships, or we've seen how relationships can end in society or go about in society, and they, we can see bad ones, and we've seen good ones, okay? But if you want it to work, then, look, you've got to do it differently, to how you've seen it, if it, especially if it's a poor or not so good of relationships, all right? then you've got to change something. And I don't think I have a slide for the next point. I think it's going to go straight in, so I'll quickly flick back. I mean, you probably saw that already. But Paul says, um, says this, and it kind of underlies uh, our point, or my point this morning, is that, uh, so we know this verse, and we've heard it before. When I was a child, I talked like a child, and I thought like a child, okay? And I reasoned like a child. But then I grew up, okay? And when I grew up, I did grown-ups, or I did what grown-ups are supposed to do, okay? When I grew up, when I became an adult, I put behind me, or I put away the ways of a child. And we know that in certain aspects of our life, as we grow up, we have to change how we live. We're no longer children, okay? And sometimes we take, I guess, dating, all right, and when it gets handed to a child, all right, it, become, it can become what appears to be complicated, okay? If we hand anything that's meant for an adult and we give it to a child, it can look complicated, okay? But it's not really complicated, okay? So I just want to uh, underline that. Uh, it's not super complicated. And hopefully my five points 
I kind of make it a little bit easier for you to understand when we get there. Okay? And, you know, in society, we make it sound like dating is complicated. Right? We make it sound like it's so difficult. Right? But we just need to realize that we are adults and we need to um, grow up and, I guess, in our culture, actually make it, uh, I guess, intentional about what we're doing uh, in, our, in our relationships. Okay? And I do want to um, just preface it with dating and relationships. I think we had a little bit of a, I mean, we had that icebreaker this morning, which was great, and you stole some of my tips. So that's all right, we'll refresh them again. Uh, raise their hand or not about, you know, dating, can you date more than one person at a time? Okay? And dating and a relationship are two different things. Okay? You can date in a relationship. All right, and I will say that you can date all right, and not be in a relationship because you are, I guess, sensing out who is your right match, who is that you can see that in the future you would like to marry, you would like to spend eternity with. Okay? And that can be a little bit challenging, all right? but it is slightly, there are some, some different things, and I'll hopefully delve into a bit deeper this, uh, this morning and, and flesh that out for you. Okay. Just going to skip over some of this. All right. All right. So dating, actual dating is exercise. Okay. You're exercising your relationship muscles. All right. You're exercising your honesty muscles, your transparency muscles, all right, your planning muscles. Okay. It is a muscle and we're working towards being able to be in a relationship, because that's what a relationship is about when you're married, okay? You are being honest and true, all right? You know everything about each other, all right? And so that's what we're working to for when you get to a marriage. So dating is preparation, all right? And so you need to, we, or we need to start doing it from the very beginning, all right? But it can be scary, all right? I remember dating, it was scary, all right? As guys, I know, trying to see, you know, find a, a lovely lady, all right, can be very nerve-wracking going and talking to uh, the opposite sex, all right? It's, uh, you know, it gets the blood pressure up, the, the heart racing, the sweat starts to come, all right? I don't know if it's like uh, for all of you, uh, maybe some blokes, you know, you're fine with all that, all right? But I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of you that... <laughs> that are a little bit nervous, right? especially when you like the other person, right? especially when you like them. There's, there's that extra bit of pressure that you feel comes on to uh, with everything that comes with that. All right? But now is the time to exercise your relationship muscles. Okay? That dating period, I guess, is when you want to practice that, make it strong. A muscle gets stronger with exercise. All right? We know that. All right. I'm going to skip over because I don't want to spend too long here and, you know, you guys might fall asleep. All right, so we were talking about the Old Testament, the New Testament. There's not really anything that talks about dating, all right? I don't expect you to take notes, not, not this time anyway, maybe next time. Uh, if Sean asks me again, we'll see, see how this goes. Um, so... We have Jesus's, I guess, his example of how we can treat others, all right? And that's basically what we've got 
to work with when it comes to dating. All right? There's the relationship side. All right? That's all we've really got. So from here on out, it's really, I guess, my opinion. All right? There's no scientific research. There's no one way that works for everything. All right? These are my five tips that I believe in, all right? that they work. Some may call me a little bit old-fashioned. All right? That's fine. All right? But I believe they work. So we're going to start... And the number one tip here, if you saw it before, is guys, ask girls on dates, okay? And I use that word specifically dates, all right, uh, for a very good reason, all right? Don't say hang out, okay? Let's be grown up here. Let's go on a date, okay? And uh, I want to tell you about a, a bit of a story um, about hanging out, and that's why I've got my, my, hang, uh, my hammock here. So I went to Avondale College, and that is where I, um, I met my wife, all right? And, uh, you know, we were all in the, we were in the very similar, I guess, uh, friend groups. We were in similar classes. We were both doing teaching. So I saw her around. I was like, yeah, she's, not, she's a pretty good-looking chick, um, you know, We, we became, you know, good friends, but we didn't really um, have that sort of... We weren't really dating, okay? I didn't take her on dates. Well, I did eventually. Uh, but I remember one night, and uh, my roommate, who actually is here today, can attest, uh, I was quite friendly, and I'm like, oh, man, at college, it's hard. I don't know if you've ever been to college, you've heard about college, or Avondale, all right, you've got dorms, and you're sitting in your own dorms, and you, know, you can't have boys in girls' rooms or you know, all this. So there's not really a common place for you to you know, make those close connections. There's certain spots. They're very public. All right? And um, I was like, you know, I just want to hang. I just want to be around her. I just want to get to know her a bit more. And so one, one evening, I'm like, oh, look, Kim, let's go, <clears throat> let's go hang out. Okay, and she, she said, yeah, sure, let's go hang out. So I got my hammock, and, I, and I'm in my dorm, and I'm about to leave to go, go meet up with her and, and hang out, and, uh, and my roommate said to me, oh, oh, so where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go hang out with Kim. In a hammock? Yeah, in a hammock, you know, because not really comfortable seats, you know, around college. I mean, it's the grass, but then, you know, in the evening it gets a bit dewy and wet. He's like, oh, oh so you're going to kiss her? And I'm like, and you, know, you may call me naive, all right? I was like, what? Kiss her? Yeah. You're going you're gonna to hang out in a hammock. You want to kiss her? And I'm like, well, I guess I want to kiss her, but I'm not planning to kiss her. I just want to hang out with her, okay? He's like, nah, you're going to kiss her. And I'm like, nah, nah, it's not going to happen. We're just friends. Anyway, so we go hang out in the, uh, in the good old hammock. This is the exact hammock, actually. All right, so I still got it, you know, very, uh, got some good memories, all right, and we're hanging out, and we're chatting, and, uh, you know, turns out he was right, all right, <laughs> yep, we, 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 we kissed, okay, and, you know, it wasn't my, I wasn't expecting it, it was nice, all right, it was great, all right. But I was not expecting it, even after he told me, okay? And, uh, and I hear from, you know, later on, you know, from, from Kim's perspective, like with her friends, you know, oh, he's invited you out to, 
oh, Dave's invited me out to hang in the hammock. And they're like, oh, he wants to kiss you. So everybody knows, everybody knows apparently that's what you do when you go to a hammock. Not me, I didn't know. I was, I was naive. So uh, there you go. So it's important, it's important that you ask a girl on, on a date because unexpected things may happen, okay? You need clarity in these things, all right? And, uh, and clarity, clarity is honouring, okay? Clarity is showing respect, okay? Uh, you know, it's good to hang out, but let's, let's be grown up about it and let's, let's actually um, do, do dating. Ask a girl, all right, if you're a bloke, ask a girl a specific time to do a specific thing, all right, so that you have clarity and that you um, are, are honouring her, Okay? And it's not super hard, okay? And, you know, you may hear when I say, you know, pick a specific time, pick a specific place, you know, as men, we may, you, you may hear that and go, oh, but I've got a plan. Yes, you've got a plan, okay? If you like someone, right, you want to put that effort in, and that shows the other person all right, that you want to put effort into them as well. Okay, so I'll give you an example all right, of how this can go. So, gents, all right, you young fellas, all right, this is an example all right, where you know it's very straightforward. All right, because you've got to ex exercise your planning muscle. All right, so it goes something uh, along the lines of this. Okay, and I'll just make sure I get it word for word, just so you have it a perfect example. And yes. All right, men need examples, all right? We're not too good at uh, certain things and planning and, and making specific details. So you could go something along the lines of this. You, know, you go to a girl and you say, hey, look, I have tickets uh, to the Cowboys match, all right? all right? It's something that I'm interested in, all right? It's next Sunday, all right? It's specific. If you're available, all right, because you want to give them an out, all right. I would enjoy taking you. All right. How is that? Okay. It's specific. All right. It gives parameters to the date. All right. And it gives them an out if they need to. All right. There's my airstrip. Okay. Now, this may have taken you a long time to plan. Okay, it might have taken you weeks to plan to ask this girl out because you're nervous, all right? You're a little bit frightened. It's taken you maybe months, hopefully not a year, to plan, okay? But it's a long landing, all right? You've done all this planning, all right? You're coming down on the, on the airstrip, nice and slow, and you finally make your touchdown and you ask her, okay? You've had all of that time to prepare, Okay, how much time have you given her now to respond? Well, because you've given her an out, right, she can go, okay, well, that sounds good. Let me check my calendar. Okay, all right. She might go back to her friends, you know, they're all praying about it, you know, your friends are praying about it, hopefully, all right, making sure that it's the, the great, you know, this awesome thing, all right. But you've given her zero time when you've asked her. So you're giving her time by giving her an out and a specific time, she can guide whether or not she wants to. So that's point one, okay? Girls, uh, guys, ask girls on dates, all right? And actually plan and show that 
you know, you want to respect her and give that choice to her. Okay, so rule number two. Ladies, agree to date. And I've underlined that. Okay? I've underlined that. Date, all right? Not hang out, all right? D- to date. Okay? So if a gentleman comes and asks you, all right? Now, I will say this. Obviously, if he asks you, you're not obliged to say yes, all right? Because hopefully if he's done it the right way, he's given you an out, okay? And there might be multiple different reasons that you can't go or you can't date, or you, you know, you may just might, might not want to, maybe there's a better option, don't know, okay? But agree to date and not hang out, okay? Because you want to set the bar high. So if he says, you know, let's hang out, you say, well, you want to give him the opportunity to rise to the occasion, all right? Because you are worth it, all right? You want to be making sure that he has planned this. And I'll go back to my example. So after my experience with the hammock, I'm like, okay, I have to up my game here because that was a bit unexpected, okay? Even though I was warned, all right, a little bit unexpected. So I have to up my game here, all right? I'm going to ask her on a date, all right? And we've been on multiple dates, all right? And so I planned this date and I asked her, I said, would you like to go out uh, to Tugra uh, for Thai? Because uh, I knew she liked Thai uh, on a specific date, on a specific day and a specific, specific time. And I think, yep, there we go. Ah, beautiful. Look at that sunset. Okay. And so she said yes. I said, excellent. So here's the time. Here's the place. And I got all ready. And I had specifically, like, we'd been friends now for, for quite a while and I was to the point where I wanted to make it very clear that I liked her and I wanted to make it very clear that I wanted her to be my girlfriend, okay? So my plan was to take her up to uh, the Wadigans. There's a place called a Monkey Face, which I found out later. There's a nice view. I'm pretty sure that's something similar to where it actually is. I t- typed, in, typed into Google Monkey Face and that's what it came up with anyway. So That was my plan. Take her up, sunset, uh, beautiful. All right, and actually ask her out officially, you know, to be my girlfriend. All right, so I'm waiting, waiting for her to get ready. All right. Time's ticking away, and I'm thinking the sunset starts at this time. And uh. Anyway, she finally comes down. She's ready, and I'm like, we're a little bit late. Let's go. So we're fanging. I try to get up there as quickly as I can. No good. Uh, we didn't get the nice picturesque. I'd like to say that was a picture of us. It's not. All right. We got there and it was dark. <laughs> all right. So, gentlemen, when you're planning your dates, all right, you have to plan a little bit extra for the female uh, because, you know, they need a little bit extra time. Okay. And that's fine. All right. But we got up there and I asked her out to be officially my girlfriend. And she, of course, said yes, and we went on and had a nice date, had a nice dinner, and that was great. And I'm not saying that you have to be in a relationship as soon as you're dating, okay? That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be very clear. I wanted to, be the, I wanted to have the expectations out there that this is what I want. If this is what you want, then that's great, okay? You might be slightly different. You may feel like, you know, you may want to date this person or go on a date with this person, and then you might want to go on a date with another one. All right? As long as you're all communicating all right, and you're clear from the start 
that that's what's happening, then no one's really going to get hurt, okay? Because you're clear, you're honest, uh, and the expectations and the parameters um, are around, and they're, and they're done, okay? So if a gentleman does ask you ladies to hang out, all right, then you need to say, well, do you have something specific in mind, okay? Ask them if they have something specific in mind, all right? Because they probably won't have anything, all right? They won't have thought of it, all right? Because if you say yes, then they're never going to rise to the occasion, okay? And it's just the way we are, okay? All right? That's the way many of us are wired. And don't say, well, do you want to get coffee? Because then they'll ask, or the, the men will say, when? And now you're asking them out, okay? So be when, if they ask you to hang out, ask them what's the specific time, okay? And all you're doing is you're getting them to raise the bar, all right? Gentlemen, all right, you've got to raise the bar because wherever the bar is set, all right, all right, it takes us a long time to improve upon that bar, okay? Now, I probably set the bar quite high, and I wanted to set the bar quite high with my sunset asking her uh, Kim out, all right? Because I wanted to show her that she was worth it, that I, you know, liked her, that she was worth uh, making time and having plans for, okay? May have hurt me a little bit later when it came to the engagement, because then I had to try and beat that, all right, which made it a little bit difficult, and it took them probably two years to try and think of something that was going to be better than a, a sunset asking out, but we eventually got there, okay? So it worked out for me great, all right? But... Ladies, by asking them to be specific with asking the man on a date, all right, it's saying to them, it's not saying, so gents, don't get, don't get worried. Don't think that she's being um, hard to work with here. All, right? all she's doing is saying, I think you have the capacity to date, all right, and I want you to rise to the occasion. All right, okay? So gents, rise to the occasion. Because right? we have the capacity to plan and do all that. We're just not accustomed to do it all right? We're not accustomed to being expected to rise to the occasion and rise to our ultimate capacity. Rule number three, all right? and like, I shouldn't really have to put this up here, but don't ever mistreat anyone. Uh, look, if you're a Jesus follower, you just don't mistreat anyone. It's, it's just, if you look at Jesus' life and how he went about loving everybody, and if we're following that, then we don't mistreat anyone. Okay, it's really quite simple. All right? And that means, you know, not lying to each other, not misleading each other. Okay? Because we don't do that when you get to a relationship. When you get to a marriage, you don't mislead and you don't lie. Okay? And it's hard being honest. Okay? Because it's a muscle. It's, we're insecure sometimes about some of the things that are happening. All right, some of the stuff that's going on. All right, but we need to learn to exercise that honesty, not lying. All right? And so it's very simple. We just don't mistreat um, anyone. All right? And no one here is a liar. You're not a liar, so don't lie. It's very simple. All right? And it's a muscle that we're going to have to work, and it's uncomfortable to work it. But in the end, it's going to be better for when you get to your relationships that you can naturally be honest and not lie, okay? 
the truth hurts less than betrayal, hurtful truth. Telling somebody the truth is honoring them. Withholding the truth, thinking that you're protecting them, is saying that I don't think you are able to handle the truth. Okay, and that's demeaning. All right? Because All right, you're saying, I don't think you can handle it. All right, so we need to make sure that we are telling the truth. It communicates that I believe you can handle this. All right? And it's tricky. Because right? in a relationship, when you get to marriage, you need to be truthful. All right? And you need to be able to have those difficult conversations, all right? but still stay together. All right? Sometimes those things have to happen. All right? So we don't lie. All right? We don't mistreat. All right? We don't mislead. Number four, don't let yourself be mistreated. Okay, we see this all the time. All right? You hear about it. You hear about relationships that have gone uh, or that you can see stuff going on in those relationships. And you're like, why? Why are you staying with that person when they mistreat you so much? And I'm not talking about the once-off sort of thing here. All right, this is consistent mistreatment. Okay? And how do you know if it's mistreatment? All right, if you were to see it happening to someone else, someone that you loved, a daughter, a son, all right, a niece, a nephew... If you saw it happening to someone else and it upset you that that was happening, if it's happening to you, it's the same thing. All right? And you need to make sure that you're not being mistreated. All right? If you're being disrespected, all right, you need to make sure that that's not happening. You need to say, okay, look, it's, it's time. I have to get out because... What happens is, if it continually happens, if you continually let yourself be mistreated, it becomes the new normal. And you think it's normal. And Jesus doesn't want that for you. He loves you. He knows what's best for you. And he doesn't want you to be mistreated. So if you see it happening, or if you see what's happening in your life, and you go, look, if that was somebody else, and I saw that in a relationship, and it's happening to me now, then it's time that you need to get out. I think I've got a slide here. I hope you can read that. First Corinthians six nineteen to twenty helps, I guess, uh, just yeah, adds to my point. And he says here, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. All right, here he's talking about our body as a temple. All right, and Jesus often talks about his own body as a temple. Right? And we often, I guess, link this scripture with, I guess, what we eat and, um, and our exercise and all that sort of thing, trying to keep it healthy and, and clean and all that sort of thing. But I also want to challenge you with this this morning, is that, you know, we talk about the body as the temple, all right? and then we have the story, and I know, yes, you know, you may be thinking, okay, they're mistreating me, but the Bible says I should forgive. Yes, you should forgive. Right? But it doesn't mean you have to stay in that mistreatment of a relationship if you're, if you're in one. Okay? And we've got this, I'll put this image up, and this is of Jesus. All right? And he goes into a temple one day and into a synagogue, and this temple is being mistreated. Okay? They've filled it with markets, they're selling, they're 
you know, they're buying, they're squabbling, they're bartering, all right, and it upsets him. All right? Upsets him so much that he creates, he actually makes a whip, all right, and he drives those people out of the temple. All right? And I'm sure he forgives them, because right? that was who Jesus was, but he didn't let them stay where they were doing what they were doing. Okay? So if our bodies are a temple, like it says, and they are being mistreated, then you need to remove what is mis- being mistreated. Even if you, I know you may be saying, yes, but I love them, all right, and all that, but if it's consistent, you don't want it to become the new normal. Right? You don't want it to become the new normal. And my last tip, all right, be honest in everything. All right, and I guess it links it back to what I was talking back in, in point three. Okay. And by be honest in everything, I mean, all right, don't do anything that makes you a liar for life. Okay. Here's the thing. Every relationship you're in, every date you go on, they become part of your story, your past. All right? Every single one of those events becomes part of your past. And you want to make sure that you are honest in everything you do, that you look back and you go, yep, I'm, I'm proud of what I've done. I'm proud of where I've, I've come from all right? and what has made me me. And the only way we can do that is if we are honest, all right? if we're honest in everything. All right? Because what happens is if we start being dishonest uh, and we start lying and we... Uh, you know, and we move from relationship to relationship in doing this, right, we sometimes want to just hide what we're doing, okay, or have done. Right? We're not so proud of what's going on and what's happened in our past life because of the decisions that we've made. Right? And then it gets hard to try and keep a track of everything that we've said or missaid or you know, lied about. Right? So if we start being honest in everything, then we don't have anything to worry about. Right? And we can start afresh now, okay? If you're in that scene, if you're dating right now, all right, or thinking about dating right now, make sure that the story that you write uh, is an honest one, one that you can be proud of, okay? The past is the past. We can't change that, all right? But we can change what we do now in the future. So it's important that from where you are now, moving forward, that you do everything as honestly as you can, all right? And again, I want to bring it back to, it's flexing those muscles, it's exercising those honesty muscles, okay? So that when you get into a relationship, uh, there's no secrets that can rear up and, and cause issues later on. You're honest from the start, right? And your partner knows, right, and is grateful for the honesty that you share with them. So those are my five tips, okay, and just, uh, I guess, wrapping, wrapping this up, and I hope I haven't bored you, and, uh, you know, hopefully you found it a little bit interesting and funny about my experience, and it may, look, it may not be exactly what you think, all right, and that's fine, this is, I guess, again, my opinion and how I see it, all right, but I want to encourage you that following Jesus in the realm of romance and following Jesus in the arena of personal relationships, that following Jesus will almost instantaneously right, make your life better and make, your, make you uh, better at life. Because right? following Jesus is going to 
prepare you and protect you. It will prepare you because he loves you and it will protect you because he loves you. So if you don't want a relationship, all right, like the majority of relationships, then don't date like the majority of daters. Do it differently. Be specific. All right? Guys, ask girls on dates. Be specific. All right? Ladies, agree to date. All right? Not hang out. All right? Don't mistreat anyone. All right? That's just simple. Don't let yourself be mistreated and be honest in everything. Make your story one that you can be proud of. Let's just have a word of prayer. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for the love that you have poured out on us. You give us a great example of how to treat everyone, um, that love from someone else, someone close, that we can share uh, on earth uh, for the rest of our lives, hopefully, is, is sometimes a little bit scary, a little bit, um, a little bit daunting. Um, but we just ask that you be with us at whatever stage we're in, okay? That if we are being mistreated, that we have the courage to say, enough's enough. I forgive them, but I have to get out and I have to, I have to start afresh because it's, it's not right and that's not what you want for us. You want us to be loved. We ask that you give us courage as gentlemen to, to step up, to show that capacity, um, to show that, you know, the person we care about, that we do love them. Um, that we do care for them and that we are able to set that bar high uh, in, in our relationships. Lord, we thank you and uh, we just ask for an awesome, awesome Sabbath that we can rest and, uh, and think about you and all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen.